Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Passion for God or Church Pew Warmer. Let's pray. Father, we come to you hungry for what you have today. Not to be a lukewarm Christian, but an on-fire Christian, ready for more of you and constantly striving for a closer relationship with you as the end times draw near. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We're ready to receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to study today in 1 Peter chapter 1. This is when Peter knew his time on earth was short, and he wanted to share some key things with the church before he left that were important then and maybe even more important today in these last of the last days. Maybe some of you wonder why I keep talking about the last of the last days, but we are there, folks. Today's daily message number is 198, and we may never get to number 1,000 or even number 500 or maybe even not 250. That is how close I think the return of Jesus will be. 1 Peter chapter 1 in the Amplified Bible, verse starting in verse 1. Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle, special messenger, personally chosen representative of Jesus Christ. Folks, we can and should choose to be a bondservant like Peter, when with our free will we choose to be a servant of Jesus. Continuing with verse 1, to those who have received and possessed by God's will a precious faith of the same kind as ours by the righteousness of God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Two, grace and peace that this special sense of spiritual well-being may be multiplied to you in the true intimate knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Three, for his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely everything necessary for dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Four, for by these he has bestowed on us his precious and magnificent promises of inexpressible value, so that by them you may escape from the immoral freedom that is in the world because of disreputable or shameful or vile desire and become sharers of the divine nature. Friends, we can choose to escape the immoral freedom that is in the world, that shameful, vile desire that many churches and preachers have been trapped into by the evil one. But we can escape that evil and instead stay in or become sharers of the divine nature of God. Verse 5, For this very reason, applying your diligence or intensity or vigor to the divine promises, make every effort in exercising your faith to develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge, insight, or understanding. Folks, we can't be lukewarm, especially in these last days. We need to, with vigor in God's promises, exercise our faith and develop moral excellence and in moral excellence, knowledge. Sounds quite different from what many TV preachers tell you, doesn't it? 
Some people quit following you when you preach about living clean and rejecting sin. The Holy Spirit has already told me that some folks already quit following my podcast because they don't want to hear about living clean or a godly marriage or protecting innocent little babies. I'm sorry, but God called me to preach the whole gospel, not just the parts that make us feel good. Preachers leading people to destruction have a terrible result coming for them. Verse 6, And in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, steadfastness, and in your steadfastness, godliness. So folks, knowledge to self-control, to steadfastness, then godliness, as God calls us to strive to be like him, not like the world. Verse 7, And in your godliness, brotherly affection, and in your brotherly affection, develop Christian love, that is, learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and to do things for their benefit. So friends, from godliness to brotherly affection, to Christian love, to learn to unselfishly seek the best for others and do things for their benefit. Wow, I think we talked about that the last few days. Notice it says to unselfishly seek the best for others. In these end times in America, we have many, many government leaders telling people to seek what is best for themselves. It's all about me, me, me. That is totally the opposite of God's calling. Verse 8, For as these qualities are yours and are increasingly in you as you grow toward spiritual maturity, Folks, we're supposed to grow toward spiritual maturity, not barely get by in our Christian walk or go to church to get our bottle of milk and leave the same way we came. We can't help others or be a bright light in this dark world as a baby Christian. I love you enough to ask you and ask myself, when was the last time, the last month or last year or decade, that you've grown in your spiritual maturity? If we don't like the answer, praise God, His mercies are new every day, and we can start over today. Say with me now, repeat these words after me. I am not staying where I am. I'm growing constantly in my spiritual maturity from this day forward. I'm not looking back. Or having a pity party. I'm pressing forward to more spiritual maturity so I can help more people and focus on others, not me. Praise God, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Now let's read verse 8 in full. For as these qualities are yours and are increasingly in you as you grow toward spiritual maturity, they will keep you from being useless and unproductive in regard to the true knowledge and greater understanding of our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, no one wants to finish their race and say, I've been useless and unproductive. Many folks will be useful and productive in worldly things, but not in God. 
They'll gain the world and lose their soul. Verse 9, For whoever lacks these qualities is blind, short-sighted, losing his spiritual eyes to the truth, having become oblivious to the fact that he was cleansed from his old sins. Folks, this is one of many verses in the Bible that clearly show you can lose your zeal for God and become lukewarm for God. And Revelation chapter 3 talks about a bad ending for those folks. Verse 10, Therefore, believers, be all the more diligent to make certain about his calling and choosing you. Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, actively developing these virtues, you will never stumble in your spiritual growth and live a life that leads others away from sin. Wow, friends, did you hear that? Be sure that your behavior reflects and confirms your relationship with God. For by doing these things, you will not stumble in your spiritual growth. And here is the most important part. You will live a life that leads others away from sin. I'm going to read that again. You will live a life that leads others away from sin. Verse 11. For in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be abundantly provided to you. Folks, then after living a life that leads others away from sin, not leading a life that tells others it's okay to sin, no, after living a life that leads others away from sin, then, for in this way, entry into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will will be abundantly provided to you. Praise God. Therefore, I will always be ready to remind you of these things, even though you already know them and are established in the truth, which is held firmly in your grasp. 13. I think it right as long as I'm in this earthly tent to inspire you by reminding you. 14. Knowing that the laying aside of this earthly tent of mine is imminent, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. Moreover, I will diligently endeavor to see to it that even after my departure, you will be able at all times to call these things to mind. Oh, praise God. My friends, that is why it is so important to go to a strong, Word of God-based church that preaches the entire Bible. Preaching the goodness of God, yes, the mercy of God, yes, but also the scriptures like we just read that will keep you passionate for God and, yes, out of hell, and more importantly, help others avoid that horrible end. I know I'm being very straight today, but it's the truth, and I think of many church people that for eternity will cry out in flames wishing they had heard the whole truth of God's word and that lukewarm does not cut it for God. Let's pray. Father, we choose not to be lukewarm. We choose to be a bright light, not to go halfway, but all the way, Father, to, to draw people away from sin, not to sin. We thank you for your mercy. We choose to live more boldly for you moving forward from this day. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.